Welcome to the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, and coming up on today's show, we'll be debating Star Wars The Last Jedi, arguably the most polarizing film in the franchise's history. Is it a great movie? Is it as bad as most everyone's making it out to be? Is it misunderstood? Is it a good work of art? Is it what the franchise needed? We talk about all these things, plus so much more. It was a really fun debate to have, and hopefully you guys enjoy hearing it. It's a great take on both sides of the argument about The Last Jedi. But first, let me tell you about our proud sponsor, Audible. Today's episode of The Derek Diamond Experience is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com nerdcave. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from, from Star Wars, fiction, nonfiction, sci-fi, mystery, romance, gaming, any genre you can think of, Audible has. And if you're always on the go like I am, Audible is a great way to continue to be able to read books without having to sit down and read a physical book. And to do that, go to audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash nerdcave for your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. Derek, Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 169 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. Hi, Mom. I love you. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Today... We're going to be doing a very fun and interesting debate that I've been looking forward to for quite some time. Oh, Luke Thompson has joined. Hello, Luke. (laughs) There he is. He's going to be typing in, "Uh, Joey Adam wins. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Spoiler alert, uh, Luke, I saw Adam write about (laughs) employee of (laughs) nominations for you. Hey, that's that's surprising. (laughs) So joining me, <laughs> uh, take back that, Luke. Uh, uh. Sitting to my right, Mr. Joey Trincali. Welcome, Joey. Hey guys, I'm here to bring light to this dark, dark table. Thank you, Thank you so much. <laughs> Anytime. Oh, Uncle John's watching. Welcome, John Walden. Hey, Pop. Pop. Sitting to my left for. A record-breaking twenty-third time. That's that's Jordan right there. That's yeah, Jordan. that is Jordan. Yeah, yeah, better than LeBron. So, so good. Better Bills, than LeBron. Or Chicago Bulls style entry. Standing here at five foot ten. From Tallahassee, Florida. From Tallahassee, Florida. Adam Waldron. 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 Does that make you Scotty? Well, I guess. Technically, yeah. <laughs> but I'd like to be called Phil Jackson. <laughs> this panel here because I'm about to set this place on now, fire. Now, there's a lot of people that are watching this right now that are really big into Star Wars that have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> well, bef- <laughs> before, before... Do they have girlfriends? <laughs> yes, yes. God, throwing the shade already. <laughs> also, making his Derek Diamond Experience debut, Woo! Mr. Gabe Sauer. Thank Gabe. You. Thank you. Thank you. So t- tonight, we are going to be debating a very polarizing film, <clears throat> Star Wars The Last Jedi. Would, would you say it's polarizing? This? 
I I think yeah, so. so it's, it's I mean, it's it's just because it has Star Wars in it doesn't mean it's polarizing. Yeah, but the the the, the definition of polar. Are you on their team already? No, I'm just saying like, <laughs> like good and bad. Oh, you turn to the lights. The the, the light. I'm Kylo Ren, I guess. Well, no, the, I don't know what I want with do. the shirt off or sh- shirt on. <laughs> guys, well, I can pull my pants up over my belly button. But no, it's it's polarizing because this movie was so anticipated, as every Star Wars film is. But I noticed within a day of this film coming out, it was like every good review I would read, there would be a bad one. For every bad review, there would be a good one. People are so divided on this film. It's, I've never seen anything like it. Like the prequels are generally hated for the most part. Well, you're going to get a lot of hate tonight, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so Joey and I are debating the side where... We enjoyed the movie more than we did not. I think and I could turn one of you guys by the other night. And I think it's going to be that one. No. Yeah. no. Is he wearing that Rebel shirt? I've, I've got, it's going to be gone. I've got Rebel takes. Oh, whatever. Is your fireworks going on the back? Oh, yeah, i got to reset that. Sorry. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Jeff Childers from First Circus has joined. He already says, not a fan, worst of them all. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Have you watched I, Jeff, The Phantom Menace really lately? Enjoy this yeah. Have, you watched, talk about the have you watched Attack of the Clones there in the last... There you go. There you go. There you go. Well, anytime. It's okay. I kind of agree with you. The Attack of the Clones and uh, The Last Jedi are very similar. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Filled with plot holes, if you know what I'm talking about. Now, I do want to give a little backstory as to how this happened. So, Gabe <clears throat> recently started working with us. True. Welcome. And we Thank start you. we started talking about, you know, Star Wars and the Last Jedi specifically. Mm-hmm. And we've just been going back and forth like the last 2 weeks at work on For sure. whether we liked it or didn't like it. So, I was like, "You know what? I've got a platform where we can talk about this. <laughs> yeah. So, why Perfect. why not use it?" So, So basically, like every day, me and Adam put something on <laughs> Derek's desk and with something like yeah, The Last Jedi was horrible. Kind of like that statement, like I did today. <laughs> or I'll walk in the office and say, Derek, that movie sucked. And then walk out. <laughs> it's it's basically simple. It, that movie was garbage. But yeah, it's, you know, give or take a little bit, but there's nothing special. I did, I want to I wanna tell you this. I want to start this off like this. I did like two parts of the movie. Okay. I'm going to give you this. I liked the, credi- uh, the credits at the end of the movie, and I liked... Um, the previews at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> and then everything else is kind of... I mean, like they had a Black Panther trailer. The Black Panther trailer did look hot. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that movie. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. lie. Uh, I'm, we could plug that, you know, just let you know. Shout out to Black Panther. I mean, Disney owns it all anyway. Uh, so, I mean, Black Panther. It's all yeah. Disney. Yeah. So, but I'm, I feel bad for The Last Jedi because it was awful. So let, let's start with you, Gabe. Why did you hate the movie? Why didn't I hate the movie is a better question. <laughs> I mean, if you obviously watched it, you know, you'd be thinking, wow, I wish I uh, could get through this movie quick enough to um, get my life back after that. You know what I mean? Two and a half hours of sitting there thinking, okay, who's Ray's parents? Oh, that's how you're going to... Spoiler alert. Yeah, no, it filled with spoilers. But I mean, the movie's been out for a month. Yeah. So. If you so, haven't seen it by now. Yeah, it's okay. Point. Don't go see it. That's all I'm going to tell you. Um, and then uh, the whole Snoke thing... <laughs> Everything. Everything was bad, bad, bad. Oh, my gosh. I the, can't wait. This the, is exciting. The writing of the whole movie was awful. I was kind of disappointed with every single bit of it. Um, 
I can't even tell you like there's like a an awe moment. I kind of told you this in the office. Like there is not really an awe moment for me. Like every Star Wars movie, there has been like something like, oh, Luke, I am your father kind of stuff. No, nothing. There's nothing left in this movie that's going to make me go say, okay, I'm, I'm ready to go see the next movie. No, because there's nothing left. There's no... Tag, tag me. Here. Thank you. Back me up on this, please. Yeah. All, right, all right. So, so Derek, I'm, I'm going I'm to take a step in here to kind of go off one of his points. My main gripe with it is that the movie was a series of things that did nothing to move the plot along. It's kind of like Finn and Rose. They're, they're pointless. They, they, their characters are literally... You want to know Finn's purpose in this new Star Wars trilogy? His purpose is just to explain whatever weapon the First Order has rolled out this time. Yeah. That's a true statement. Think about it. Think about it. It's like, whoa, what's that? Oh, that's a giant battering ram. Oh, well, where's the little tracker? Well, if it's a tracker, then let's see. It's probably in this room. Like, like that's his only real job in moving the plot along. I I mean, we go to Canto Bite. We ride on some awesome. Do you actually know the name of that? Yeah. I thought it was like Monte Carlo. <laughs> yeah, we just kept making plays. Because like they, they had like, it's like uh, in uh, uh, the other guys, you know, it's like I kept making fun of it so much that I actually now remember. Now it. you know it. Now. Yeah, now I know it. I like know how well, to dance. You now. watched it the most recently too. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so they go to Canto. They go to Canobite. They ride on the kangaroo horse. The horse dog, dog things. Mouse, I don't know what they were. Dinosaur. Know, they have a romantic getaway out in the woods <laughs> on one of these and, and they hop on a uh, plane with uh, the Del Toro guy. Um, yeah. And which was never explained. Why? Like, is he, is he an actually a hacker or is he actually yeah, just I, a guy that they just found that was drunk in prison? You yeah. know? I nothing, mean, nothing was Mom's explained. All right. Wait a second. I feel like, no, 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 no. I'll let you finish. Can I just, ch- just real quick. The only thing I would say is that attacking the clearly most weak port, it's the weakest part of the film. Oh, There's really no doubt. So, so you're telling the me there film. is a weak spot. Oh, yeah, of course. It's, I'm not. it's the weakest part of the film, but it takes 45 minutes yeah, yeah. of screen it's time. Th- it was the whole movie, basically. No, it wasn't. That was, all it was was filler <clears throat> between the Ray and Luke segments. Oh, That's there's all that was. This is just a smidgen of because you what we know, have. You want to know where you end up on this whole fun film? They've been to Cantobite. They rode on the kangaroo horses. And guess what? Now they're now they're gonna go stop the first order. Woo! Oh, they're gonna do it. But guess what? They get caught. Yeah. They get and caught. so then, why did I sit there and watch them go through yeah. all of that stuff before? And they didn't. They didn't do it. And then and then they just forgot. They about could it. they could have saved this whole process if the lady in the purple hair would have just said told somebody <laughs> her <laughs> what her plan was. And then that would have never happened. But and wh- they wouldn't have blown up half the half the resistance too because. And- Poe wouldn't have sent Finn and Rose yeah. to Cantobite, ride on the dogs, you could have saved monkeys, whatever they were. You could have saved 45 minutes of the whole movie. Yeah. And put something else in, maybe like another Luke Pod Skywalker scene. Yeah, there is more, <laughs> there is more Finn and Rose <laughs> scenes than there was Luke Skywalker and Ray. Is that a fact? That's not true. No, that, I mean, uh, I feel, that's not true. I feel, like it, I feel like we timed it. I feel like it could be very, very possible. We might have to go back and, and do some further but, you research, know, but I, it's I, not going to be <clears> out of the order. Another thing that's also bothering me is why did they go light speed to that planet, just them two, and not take everybody else with them? That's a great point. They did go light speed with the ship. Yeah. Why, why didn't they I, just I feel, shut the I feel like off? when we start trying to pick plot points, like – nitpick them so much in a movie about space travel 
Like at some point that you the just need to, drop gravity. <laughs> yeah, the bombs drop without gravity. I'm just You're saying, like, why do I care about that though? Like, if I go and I'm entertained by film and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, this doesn't make sense because science or whatever. No, it's not science. It's just saying. I'm just saying, like, any I, fantasy I sci-fi buy, movie, but I, like, but if, if ever it doesn't, doesn't, if it doesn't have. Make sense, it's not building any anxiety. I wasn't sitting there while I was watching. I was like, how did those bombs drop? I was like, that's an awesome action sequence. I'm, I'm not going to Does that make sense? Nitpick, you know I mean? But I'm going to nitpick because this is the fact that I saw Leia use the force to come back to the ship. And from I saw that. That was all I over the will, top. I will, I will give you that I one. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just going to be over here and saying but, things are cool yet, all night. <laughs> yet Luke says there's one last Jedi, but Leia... Uh, it, uh, Anyway, that girl was breathing in space when she died on the on the thing when the the bombs dropped too. So there's a lot of a lot of weird bad writing of a movie. That's it's so bad. My my thing is, and I really go back to the point is that everything happened. It's like they never completed one of their thoughts or one of their. But if everything was just a plot point, that's my other thing. Is like we also watch movies not for plot. Like that's not why we watch. but when it's That's not what we watch movies. Like, think about Empire Strikes Back. Doesn't Luke come back to try to save them, and then they have no interaction, nothing that has anything to do with them? No one's sitting here. Empire's the favorite Star Wars, and no one's like, Luke had to go all the way back there to save them, and then he had nothing to do with anything that happened. Yeah, but all those dominoes fell in a right way. Right. Okay, all right, so... I'm just so saying, I'm just saying, there, like, my plot thing is... a better storyline to get there, though. Luke was supposed to train Ray three lessons. He only did two. He left one out. All right, <laughs> they so... They got the third one out of the film. Who... who who cares? It, it, whatever. It, it's no big deal. Yoda, the best part of the movie for me was Yoda showing up. Well, that, that was the only thing that was a saving grace. It was like, <laughs> Yoda. <laughs> Yoda shows up and burns down the whole place it's and true. says, it's up to you now to go train Ray. But then he disappears at the end. That's true. You, and you, you know, and we can make the assumption that, yeah, he's just going to come back as a force ghost. I mean, he's going to yeah. be in this last film. Like, there's no getting around it. But that that was like, just seemed like every single thing it was like they never really completed one no they thought it was never like written out it was yeah, all well, like okay let's go to this like, let's go like to this let's go to this redirects. that's what it felt like it felt like they just constantly tried to read raise parents snoke Everything was just. Doo-doo. Let's see. Those are my. Fi- well, I don't. I don't want to step on Derek because Derek. We've talked enough. We, we, we'll just because the Ray, have, Ray's parent, Ray's about. parentage, and Snoke are my like two favorite ideas and thoughts in the whole story. And we talked about that in the first. Well, podcast. And, and the thing with Ray's parents is that you know they still left it open ended. I mean, they could very well reveal her parents to be someone of note and just say, oh, well, Kylo Ren just lied to her to try and get her yeah, to side with and, him. and if I had to guess, that's probably... And that, to me, would be it. really disappointing. Because as we talked about, my favorite thing still is the hero's journey. It's classic. It's been used in literature for all of time. And the idea behind it is that anybody, anywhere can be a hero. You don't have to have special powers or come from a certain lineage or whatever that even the most normal mundane person in the world can be a hero that's what makes people want to watch <laughs> right that's somewhere. why people but, like to watch it's been a skywalker's i get it but, Star Wars but the that, whole time. like that to me is 
way more interesting than Ray is somehow Han Solo's daughter or whatever baloney that we want to come up with. The me to me the fact that she's just a regular normal person and she's capable of this is a much cooler idea than some convoluted way so for her to the, be related to like someone. Then it's going to play out just like every other movie started then. It's just going right back to the same same plot I line guess, as the beginning. Yeah, I guess my question to you Joey then is why as why make such a big deal about her parents and make that such a pivotal point? Because <laughs> in a way, her character revolves around that one fact of who her parents is. Well, wouldn't that wouldn't that revol- yeah. wouldn't that make what does that wouldn't that drive your whole life if you thought that your parents left you for a reason and that you were special and then you find out that your parents didn't leave you for a reason yeah, and you're not that special? Do special. It in a convincing way, like when when. I thought it was convincing. That it to me was the that to me was the best. That to me was the best part. First of all, that scene where the in the throne room or whatever fighting is no. probably the best scene in the whole movie. And then that interaction between her and Kylo Ren is the best thing. And I thought it was. I I would have been disappointed if they had to fit her into some Skywalker box. That would have bummed me out. I'm I don't know why. I'm going to go back to the original trilogy and what they wrote. Sorry, Derek. <laughs> and what they wrote in there. They had to go back and put in that scene in which Skywalker goes back to Yoda to confirm that Darth Vader was his father because they felt the audience would just believe that Vader was lying to him. It wasn't going to be as impactful. Mm-hmm. Like, they had to go and make that point. And so we don't have that point. So, so here we are once but again. But it could happen in Episode Nine, And it could. But, and that's one of the things. Let's just make a movie. Well, it's not his fault. I, I mean, it's not this... You're the second movie. There was after. Why does it have to be the second movie, and and that just gets me back to the whole structure of, of how this is. Well, and you don't yeah. you don't like the whole the episodic storyline. Like the storyline was I'll awful. Watch a TV show. I'm going to go watch a movie. You start and finish your stories, please. It's the truth, though. It's just like a book. You want to you want to read the whole book and find out what's happening at the end, but then you want the story you to actually lead up to hook. it. I'm going to go see the third one. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. If anything, it makes it more interesting because of how polarizing the movie is. It makes you wonder, what are they going to do to... They have to... Well, you know, in some people's minds, how are they going to rectify it? In some minds, how are they going to continue what... Because Ryan Johnson undid a lot of what Abrams did in Force Awakens. I, but I thought Rogue One was better than both of those I, films. I love Rogue One. Rogue One's so good. But that was an actual storyline. That's why it was probably so good. Well, and it, it fit into and it told it, yeah, and it told yeah. it, it told an important part of that storyline. I mean, mm-hmm. did they have to make it? No, no, but it was still cool to see, and it sure. was done. And it, but it was, it was even done like in a almost a different style. And I think the thing that hey Jake, hey Jake, <laughs> let's see, we've got say hi to your mom sorry, for you me. Go, but no, my issue with people not liking <clears throat> The Last Jedi. If you legitimately don't like it, like I believe you guys, you know, you don't like it, but you're giving reasons why. They lost me at milking a sea beast. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to Mr. Skywalker in a second. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Once you milked that thing, I was out. It's okay. Unless it had some blue milk, then we're talking. But nothing came good from that. We should, <laughs> we should make a blue milk drink for Star Wars night. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> I but think it's gonna be sea beast. But sea <laughs> beast milking. That's my issue. Is it's now kind of the cool thing to do. 
is to bash the movie because they see everybody else doing it. Like, I'll see people go online, oh, well, the movie sucked. Well, why do you think it sucked? Oh, it just sucked. But, but, that, but that doesn't, it doesn't give a reason why. And I feel like, and especially those who, like, are diehard Star Wars fans and they say, oh, this movie ruined my childhood and ruined the entire Ruined franchise. my childhood, wow. Shut up. <laughs> so you think it gets a little Justice League syndrome? It's cool. Possibly. It's a cool thing to hate it, you know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I thought that same thing about Justice League because I actually like Justice League. Justice League was pretty is, is that is that real? Are they really gonna have a CB smoking? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly want to know because, I mean, I work it, work it. That's even though Disney has that in Hollywood Studios, I don't know if that works. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for Star Wars Land. Can I bring up the Snoke thing? Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about that? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so my this topic pisses me off. My, perfect. That's because <laughs> this is gonna go into my biggest gripe with yeah. the film. So my I'm taking the jacket. I the I love the fact, again, super spoilers, like get get away from here if you <laughs> haven't watched it yet and you went to I, we've already Walker spoiled the best part. That was the I know. sea beast built. That's a good point. <laughs> if you heard that, yeah, you, you're or that the game, over. Yeah. the endings. Yeah. Um, sea beast me. My my thing about to me, Snoke was the least developed idea thought in the whole in the whole third act of this you know story, <clears throat> and the fact that they made Kylo Ren be now like our true true villain, I think was the was one of the best things that they could have done. And I mean, we've kind of talked about this. What what makes a bad what does superhero movies? Okay, I'm kind of gonna lump in Star Wars here for a second. What does superhero movies have a difficult time succeeding in? What do they have a hard time doing? Well, with Marvel, it's establishing a strong villain. Establishing a strong villain, right? And DC's it's just d- establishing a good movie. What's that? DC's just <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Wonder Woman. <laughs> is good. Oh yeah, that's yeah, it. That's yeah. good. Oh, okay. um, hey, but just I'm gonna throw a random stat out there. Did you know that Justice League scored a higher audience <laughs> oh. on Rotten Tomatoes than The Last Jedi? Yeah, it did. 77% to I guess, 40%. I guess Rotten Tomatoes is trash now. But yeah. no, that was the audience. <laughs> I mean, that it was, audience. That was the audience. Right? So I guess America's trash now. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's a discussion for another anyway, time. Anyway, my point is that I, mean, no. I thought that it was a great... I thought it was... He was not developed. There was nothing behind him. And I didn't care about him that much and i thought that <clears throat> kylo ren betraying him and <clears throat> becoming the the villain that we actually care about that has a background that we know why he is feels like he's been wronged is is great and it sets up i think it sets it up nicely for the ninth episode for him to be you know our big bad who's also someone that we sort of want to root for at the same time and it's kind of confusing and that to me is they have a difficult time doing that, and you know, as much as I like Andy Serkis, like another CGI villain to me just doesn't move the needle. Are you sure? Because I really well, like well, and okay. and I do want to okay. throw this out there. Okay. You, go, uh, you know, yeah. Kylo Ren's my favorite. Yeah. My favorite. Well, well, you mean the best part of the whole entire well, I'm, two movies? No, no, you, because I'm just I'm, well. I'm okay. so before go, like, well, before, <laughs> before you guys jump in, I want to throw this out there. Yeah, you, I'm giving you guys. Yeah, I'm talking a lot. What did we know about the Emperor before Return of the Jedi? I mean, we knew he was Vader's master, but did we really know anything about him? No, and we, did, we didn't see him but in hologram, right? Right. 
but people are like, oh, well, he we needed to know all this <clears throat> stuff about Snoke. And I mean, yeah, I was interested in it, and they could explain it in, you know, the books or any of the other formats of the of the series. But, you know, I I would have liked to have seen a bit more from Snoke, but I understand why they did it. They wanted to make Kylo the villain of this trilogy. But, but, uh, he, you want to go? Or I'll, I'll, you can go, I just go? go? Just go. But are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Let me just hang, go. hang on. Hang on. Never go. go. <laughs> okay, go, I'm go, gonna go. 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 I'm gonna. But I think that's the biggest problem: is Kylo Ren's our big bad. What? He's not bad. He's not a like. He, he's what? not scary at all. He does nothing for me. He's not scary. He loses all the time. He yeah. gets tricked. He's a little child. You don't think he's an interest? He's he's a fully formed character in but person. But he's not a villain. Right, but that's the whole point. That's what, so that's what makes villainy villain? great. No villains think they're the villain, right? You, Except for the people that no, stand no, there I'm like, I want the he world. Thinks he's the villain. I'm saying people, I want I'm the world. I'm saying that he is not a villain in the film. Do you think he's mysterious? Right. Is that is that? Do you think he's mysterious? He's because not mysterious. I don't think he's way. mysterious. He's I think that he is an interesting character, you, that he's been wronged, and that he feels like he's been wronged, and he feels like he's been abandoned by every person in his life, villain. and he's no, he's interesting. Actually, pretty flat. I think he's. I don't agree. I think he's a little. He's a little. Brat. Yes, he is bratty. Who, who, who I get, agree who with that. Upset, who gets upset, but he does nothing. Vader, Vader was not the main bad guy in those old movies. Nope. I agree. What was the main bad guy? It was Palpatine. So what could they do with Vader? They could play with his emotions, and they knew that Luke, that was the well, idea. And, it, and in the end, Vader was... Him. Well, in the turn end, Vader Luke. was actually the victim, not the villain. Yeah, and... and, and so they can't. But don't we want part. something different? <laughs> I know, but don't we want something different? Isn't <laughs> it's, that it's good? A diff- it's yeah, a different. Yeah, but but in in the constructs, I mean, think about movies that have awesome villains. Think about movies that have awesome villains. I'm thinking of like The Dark Knight and things like that. That they're 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 scary because they're unpredictable and and they're scary because you know that they, they they represent this this hurdle that they have to overcome that the, that the hero has to overcome. This whole point of hero-based films is that there's an obstacle in front of them that they've overcome. Well, they've already spelled out that they could trick Kylo right. Ren. He's not very smart. He, he gets well, his lost rage, in his emotions. His weakness is his rage. His weakness is his rage, and they exploit that. So what is there about him? Ray defeated him in the woods with a, without ever having used Any a, training? Lights, a lightsaber before. And, Foda, and Finn put up a good battle. And Finn put up a good battle. And even Snoke a points that out in the film. I know that's why I to like under, him. But, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I like him is because but, he's but, he's fully fledged. He's, he's got fully fledged as a girl. Like he's not doing it. Right. I don't care though that he is a brat and he's child and he's petulant. I, I like that. But, Everything. but they're undercutting all of his power. I don't look at him and say like literally I sit there and say, well, I can kind of see how the resistance is going to win this one. But here's the thing. Like to your. You're, what you're saying is like you're saying, okay, yeah, he's not being like the same as any other thing, but they are. He is because of the fact that we all know what he's gonna, what's going to happen. They're going to try and find the good in him, correct? Can anybody disagree with yeah, me? Yeah, that's where we're going. That, that's exactly what it is. Which it's is going to be the same do. thing as every every Star Wars. We're trying to say if they're going to make him evil, make him a bad mother and call him the biggest I, villain ever. I think you can make villains be mysterious without very much backstory. But make them menacing in a way well, I, in which that that invokes. Think of 
the Phantom Menace? He's not menace. I will agree with you completely. That he's not menacing. I don't view him like the big bad, like he's the big bad. I view him as an interesting adversary, an interesting character that has reasons for being upset, has reasons for trying to do what he wants to do. To but is li- unstable. But is unstable, but is a child, but doesn't... I mean, to me, I read this great article that was like, he is the millennial generation villain. Like, he's just a big brat. He's like, he thinks he he should be entitled to the same things that his grandfather is entitled to. You know, all this kind of stuff. And to me, I just... I appreciate that we weren't going to go with, like, another shadowy guy who has a hood on. Like, I thought it was cool that we were going to have someone that is actually, like, very 50-50 and gets to and gets to call the shots now for the last movie, right? We never saw that. Vader was always the henchman. He never called the shots. And this is something slightly different where the petulantial child who has a lot of power but can't really control it and is definitely wanting to be evil but probably might be a little bit good too gets to decide his fate instead of doing the deeds and biddings of someone that we don't know about, have no clue what they want other than to control everything. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate that. I get that it's not our conventional... This is a villain. He's scary. But I, I think that's okay. Like, that, the scary villain is kind of played out. Like, I you've just, seen it a million I just times. Think he doesn't offer any resistance to the main characters. He offers no resistance to the main characters. I'd like, I'd like to throw this out okay. there. Anakin was also portrayed as said brat. Mm-hmm. But we all knew where, he, where they were going with that already. And, true, and, and, that, and that, that was that, that had a lot to do. Yeah, with his and that and that's and that's true. That was the, like we all saw that coming because we knew of four, five, six before yeah. one, two, three. Yeah. So we saw why they portrayed him like that. So the thing is, is just they're, My, they're, they're going far and beyond with Kylo to make him look like a prima donna and a very, very weak villain. I'll tell you my my. One gripe with Kylo Ren, and it wasn't directly his fault. It was the way the story went. Sounds like Javier Bardem. Bad impersonation of Javier Bardem. Who's in, a good villain, <clears throat> might I add. I, mean, I just wish they'd bring Jar Jar Binks back. Villainry, villainry. <laughs> and use the baby dinosaur from that old show yeah, as like, Yoda's offspring. Maybe, maybe Snoke that's, was Jar Jar Binks. That's the you know? <laughs> Everybody wants to know who Snoke was. Yeah, I mean, Jar Jar Binks. I mean, do you, <laughs> Samuel do you guys, Jackson. Do you guys think that in Force Awakens, the first time we see Kylo Ren take his mask off was when he confronted Rey? Mm. What they should have done was that scene on the bridge with Han before he you know, killed him with the lightsaber. Yeah, you should never that, remove his mask. That should have been where we saw him remove his mask. And you're like, holy crap, this is... removed his mask until the third movie. They should have not even said that oh. that's Han Solo's son until Han Solo saw him on the bridge. That would have been even better. I liked, I liked that... I liked the moment when Snoke makes fun of his mask and he destroys yeah. it. Yeah, but we're undercutting <laughs> the <laughs> character. That's what I'm saying, though. I, I don't. That I guess the that's just going to be. We are not going to. I you don't. You're going to disagree. No, I just don't that. care that they're. I think that part is great, and I, I just I like that. I like that he is kind of a a I child him to get overthrown by Hux. Yeah, nah. He, he's weak. He's so weak. But Hux he uh, he obviously has Hux, Hux, Hux is just is just like Kylo. It's you don't the like that. Uh, you didn't get. I mean, you said you didn't have an awe moment. You didn't get like chills when they told. I just thought there were so many like interesting thematic yeah. ideas that they had when had, they 
when they have Luke Skywalker telling how he thought it went down with him and Kylo Ren at the Jedi training, and then you have Kylo telling the ex- like they're like telling that. the exact yeah. same story, and yet they're seeing it in totally different ways, and that is so much like life. Again, we're kind of getting rid of no, this like good and evil, but, but, and wait, and that's what they did in this movie. They went away but, from this idea that the Force is like light and dark, and that Luke has been living by this creed all his life, and the Jedi has lived by this no. creed all their lives, and the creed kind of just sucks. And there's so much more gray than there is light and dark. And I thought that they had so many good through lines for that in this film that you can't look at it and be like, it's not well put together. But Maybe plot well, and, and points, but like thematically, it's put together very but that's, well. That's the part I have problems with is because of the fact they had that, that moment with Luke and Kylo in that hut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yet it was kind of written so bad, I was not surprised by it because of the fact that they could have done so much more with it instead of just explain it for that brief little spot. And they didn't really go out. They just showed his and hers kind of point of views. Do you but, mean when they show like what really happened? Yeah. And, and, and I was kind of like, well, it's the same thing, but they're just saying it over, but with Luke's point of view. So mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, I'm not surprised by this at all. I will, I, will agree, I will agree to that in the sense that I think that was an interesting point to Joey's, to Joey's point because mm-hmm. I really like that theme of having to look at two sides of every story yeah. you know, and all that stuff. It's really a very like real element. Yeah, but I, I feel like with Luke Skywalker, where we last saw him, because, I mean, we got to be honest, the last time we saw him was... And we've talked about this. Return of the Jedi. I mean, mm-hmm. it was the last time we saw him. And, like, in order for him to get to Hermit, I feel like we could have foregone the milking of the sea beast and maybe put in a little bit more time on on his own development. The right. thing the because thing yeah. he went uh, from a long from being dad you cut my hand off but I still love you and you're a good guy to I'm going to stab my nephew with a lightsaber because I think he's going to be bad. And Kylo could have been like mom Hey, hey, mom! Your, your brother just tried to kill me. Uncle Luke no, tried to kill me with I'm a lightsaber. Just, I'm going off in the deep end now. I'm taking. Why would you do that though? Think about like, why would you? If you're Kylo Ren, who are you going to tell in that situation? Uh, the greatest, like the the most renowned Jedi, possibly tried to kill me, and I'm going to go back and crawl back and say that's not going to happen. It's, it's not out of his realm of. I'm just saying that doesn't make that doesn't make sense but, to me, like plot wise. And there's other things of like loops again because and they don't really explain why Leia and Han Solo are separated really at all. Besides the fact that that happened, like there's no really backstory to any of that thing. Well, well I mean, well, there's always bad writing. Like there's always the storyline's never completed. I mean, the son went and turned. Dark. I think that would split it was up any. Kylo turned evil. Yeah, and, I think that would split up any couple. Their way of coping with it is they went back to what they were good at. Leia being you know, in charge of the resistance and Han being a smuggler. That was their way of grieving with what happened with their son. How about the fact that even Luke admits it in the film, he admits that Snoke got to Kylo. Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean, you know? What does that mean? Yeah, and no one knows who Snoke is still. And no one knows who Snoke is, so... I, How? How I, did he get to him? Is it? Is it? But some, why do we care about Snoke? That's my point. Still back to Snoke. I, I think we're gonna find out more in episode nine. Why I really think Snoke they are. Is because Snoke planted the seed in Kylo that set Luke off to go kill Kylo. But do you care about Palpatine? Yes. 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 I care about Palpatine. He's the one who. You <laughs> do. Yes. Like when you think of when you think of like my favorite characters in Star Wars and the original Star Wars, you're like. Is the Emperor not in like the top five of those? Not for top not five for, of what? Not for me. Of of original character like. 
Not for me. He's just the shadowy figure that pulls the pulls strings. The strings. But right, but that doesn't master. that he's doesn't one of like the darkest excite villains me. in history. Like the, well, it's the reason why Darth Vader is so dark. Well, he is the personification of pure evil. Exactly. But that doesn't like interest me as much. But, but Did you think I, Vader I, was I'm interesting? Is, yeah, Vader was interesting. Okay, so he's the predecessor of. But but it doesn't matter. It's the, it's the fact that whether Snoke's that is that Snoke's the one that started Kylo down on this thing, and even Luke admits and recognizes it was Snoke that planted those seeds in his mind. Right. And we just brush right by it. Now, we might get clarity next episode. Mm -hmm. But once again, that's my problem with this episodic fashion is that I'm left here with it not being fully clear because I could go watch the last film and then all of a sudden this film might make perfect sense. And I might really, really enjoy it because it's cleared up a lot of the questions. Well, that's kind of the drawbacks of having a true trilogy. And that's my concern about Infinity Wars. Well, and and it's hard too when you change... Again, these are these are separate films in terms of he does deviate a lot from what J.J. Abrams does. And when you give the reins to someone new and they get to kind of decide what they want to do with it, naturally there's going to be some, well, I actually want to take it this way. And you set this stuff up, but I don't really feel like exploring that and we're going to do this instead. And naturally it kind of breaks but, up the trilogy yeah. in that way. I just, yeah, I do want to throw this out there. I actually really enjoyed Luke's portrayal in The Last Jedi. And I'll tell you why. Because a lot of people were complaining that, oh, he's not the same character from Return of the Jedi. But how much time is there between Jedi and... Return of the Jedi and The Last Jedi? What, like 30-something years? 30 years. So do you think you'll be the exact same person at 58 than you are at 28? Adam, yes. Very similar. (laughs) Okay, maybe I'm asking the wrong person. <laughs> no, no, I think that is great. I agree. I like, agree with that. Because he had very human elements to his character. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he, about as bratty as... I was going to say, you know who else is bratty? Yeah, well, Luke it's was Luke Skywalker, bratty. yeah. yeah. <laughs> going and pouting because Prima Uncle Donna. Owen wouldn't let him go do something. Yeah. All he wanted Uncle to do was Owen. To pick up some power converters. <laughs> oh, I remember when he told Yoda, like, I can't do that. That's impossible. And he goes and sits. And he like it's Yoda like well, and, it's like he's well, trying to lift even, stones and he can't Yoda, do it. <laughs> Yoda even kind of acknowledges that when his force ghost shows up. He says, you know, still looking to the horizon, which I love that line, by the way. Yeah. You know, I just I love that his character was just so different. And even though Mark Hamill did not like it, because you know, in that famous interview he did, as soon mm-hmm. as he read the script, he told Ryan Johnson, I disagree with pretty much everything you've done with the character. I completely agree with him, but it's also not up to Mark Hamill. I mean, yeah, you are an act. You are the actor. You're not the creator. Yeah. Not the force behind it. Not not that I don't love Mark Hamill. And I just I liked that they actually had the guts to do something different. Now, did all of it work? No, but I would have rather them take a risk in doing something different than rehashing The Empire Strikes Back. Because that was my big concern with the first film. Because that was my big concern. Because I'm like, okay, Force Awakens was a safe way to bring the franchise back. Because it it had the prequels left a sour taste in everyone's mouth, and then of course that god awful Clone Wars movie. (laughs) That oh, that was bad. Like Last Jedi, bad. So (laughs) anyway, how do you how do you mute this? I, I'm loving your dedication. Testies, like testies. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, I thought Force Awakens was a very safe way to reintroduce the franchise. 
something I'd like to ask all you guys because in Force Awakens they killed off Han Solo. In this movie, that was that ah moment. They killed off Luke, which we don't know. Now Carrie Fisher had passed away, so obviously Leia is not going to be in Episode Nine. What do you think is going to be that ah moment? That's that's because what, I, I've I've got a prediction. This is, this is the biggest problem I have with the movie. We all know that Carrie Fisher's dead. Okay, mm-hmm. there's no getting around the fact. Yeah, yeah, and we all know that J.J. Abrams said, "Hey." I'm not CGI in her at all. Yeah. None of that. So we all know that they're going to kill her off in the next movie. So therefore, when you blow her out of, into space and she come back, she comes back to the ship, but then she like sits there in a bed for like half of the movie. And you could like, just have her just stay in a coma. Right. You could have her come and stay in a coma or just kill her off right there. I thought though, like, Partially, she's the only one that's going to tell Poe what's actually going on because no one else will in the film. At the same time, like okay, to that point, and I and I get that plot like nitpick. I I do get that one. Nitpick when it my only forty (laughs) five minutes of the movie happened. That's a chunk. No, but I'm saying like we're talking about rebels, right? We're talking about people that that don't. We're talking about rebels, guys. We're talking about rebels. We're talking about people that don't necessarily all know each other or trust each other completely, complicitly, and there's going to inherently be some, we've got to do things without telling certain people and this and that, and I, that didn't bother me. My my thing, my guess for what it is, and this is not my idea, I can't remember where I read this, but my guess, and I think we all maybe talked about it at some point, was that they're going to do a pretty major time jump between... Yeah. Um, Last Jedi in the next movie. No, but Carrie Fisher well, will die off screen. Eight people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Carrie Fisher will die off screen. The the you know the rebels will. For Leia. They'll be allowed to kind of build their strength up so that they don't feel like they're having to run the whole time and they can actually like have a legitimate chance to go up against this force of nature. Well, and, and I'm fine with that. And I, I mean, think. I'm and cool I think going off on that that fact, Joey, is I think. Almost after seeing this movie, I and and you know what? It might be blasphemy, but I'm gonna say I'm I I think I'm ready f- to be done with the original characters. Like I think I'm ready to just to be done with them. Even Yoda. Well, I I'm, think you I'm can fine use with them that in, in a in a in a way like a for, like a teacher and everything because like that's how Obi Wan was per- personified. Yeah, even but, Chewbacca. You can't kill yeah, off. You can't kill but, off Chewie. Even, you even no. R two D two. Well, he doesn't. He's not a pivotal character. He doesn't even have lines. For, <laughs> even see. <laughs> never mind. I'm just gonna stop. Yeah, actually, no. I could do with the lines. <laughs> <laughs> like, still That's why I stopped. Yeah. I'm really glad he didn't have a red arm this time and have to tell everybody. I could have used arm. more R two D two though. Yeah, it, it, but it, there was none of him. But actually, you know, I'm hardly. I'm kind of just like. Well, I, I loved when they played the old recording from A New Hope of Leia yeah, saying, "Clever." Yeah. I'm with you. I'm but, fine but with I, that. I, I think, to Joey's point, too, like, because I think one of my favorite characters, Traitor. one of my favorite characters <laughs> is Ray. I love her character. Because she's beautiful? Well, I mean, that doesn't hurt. That doesn't hurt. But, I mean, this is the first Jedi woman that has ever been portrayed as a Jedi woman <laughs> besides, I guess, Leia now because she just floated herself right back to so the ship. So is that bad that we have a Jedi woman? No, no. There is nothing bad with that. It's just this is, a fir- this is the first time, and this is why we're all going to be like... One okay. that's being portrayed as a main character. Main yeah, character. Main character. Yeah, I know, main but character. I don't... Like, I don't... What's wrong? 
No, I'm that, no, saying that's good. That's no, good. He, they're they're supporting right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah she's awesome. Yeah, yeah, she, I'm with you. And, and, and that's why I'm I'm thinking like all of this stuff. I'm like, in a way, these characters are just kind of. But that's why I also bringing bringing. I think we get in this like mixed yeah, of this like original definitely. and then but we're trying to be different. But sometimes when we get scared that we're too different. We just use the old yeah. to make. Well, that feels v- that up. feels very. Uh, Disney has a bottom line, and they want to make. Yeah, well, I think I mean, now so they really have no choice but to go with the well, new characters, and, and, and of, that's why I say I think. Do you think let's they just, just do it? Let's just go. Like, yeah. Do you think that's why the second one was so bad? It's because they're like, okay, we're just gonna just revamp this whole thing and say, let's just make this one awful, and then the third one can be new characters. Here's, here's no, I don't think that's why it was so <laughs> bad. Because that's what it felt like to me. Here's a question. Uh, Gabe, I don't know if they were sitting in the room saying that uh, at, at Disney <laughs> HQ in California, but uh, they might a- not use those exact words, but I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> here's, a, here's a question for you guys. With Carrie Fisher having passed away, would you have changed the ending? Would you have killed her off and kept Luke alive? One million percent. Because I, I would yeah. have. I mean, this is my thing is even if you just killed her off, too, and we didn't have any of them. For it it would have been episode three. It would have been better if they just killed them off in the first one, both her and Han. That would have been, been the best part, because then we wouldn't have to worry about any of the, the characters. And then you could have just entered all the new characters in, and we just had a new franchise. Yeah. You want to know something I predict happens in episode nine? Luke Skywalker's I, not dead. I do like your theory on that that you were telling me the other day. You're welcome. Maybe we'll get into that in a second, people. You know, I got you. I think the Millennium Falcon is going to get destroyed. Ooh. Well, then, then they're just getting rid of everything. No, I, that, no, that's honestly, I think that's what they're, I think you might be onto something with that because I could see them just, because the theme of this trilogy seems to be killing the past yeah. and moving on and making things your own. Speaking of the past. I, uh, Which I think they're at a great, Pivotal p- time when there's only 17 rebels left. Do you know <laughs> it's actually 17? I, mean, I, I think it's like 12. <laughs> I think it's less. I think it's fewer. Less than, than that. Hey, pause the movie so I can count the people in the Falcon. <laughs> count the people in the Falcon. The books are there. Um, so all they really need is one. But this is their moment. Like, and that's why I'm like, I kind of, I wish, deep down, I kind of wish Princess Leia was gone because you know what? Then that rebellion, that resistance would fully become Poe's. But I think it is. I mean, I think it is. Else. I, I already, but, I think it's already happened though. I, I don't but, know. But, but without, with the girl in the purple hair at all. And, and yeah, well, she's, she's like, Oh, I like that guy. guy. I'm going to go ahead and just drive and this. Rose, of course it's Rose's rebellion. You know what would have been great if they would have just <laughs> Rose took that like a death star and just blew up the planet of Monte no. Carlo. Can I ask with also, Finn second, and Rose on it? Secondary question. Like, Okay, so this movie takes place right after First uh, after Force Awakens. Force yeah. Awakens, in which they just blow up a giant planet Death Star thing, and the Resistance is still struggling. God, these are some staggering which, numbers. <laughs> which brings me to a point that I would like to see in Episode Nine. What is the state of the galaxy? Because in the prequels, you know, we all knew that the Republic Boo-boo. ruled over everything, but you could see the crumble, and with the with the originals, you felt like you know this was kind of a time of mercenaries and rebellion and fighting for your own and fighting evil. You don't really know, like, yeah, you know the First Order's the villains, but how much are they affecting the galaxy? Like, how big? Are they as big as the Empire, or are they just this group that we're seeing 
Judging by how they crank out weapons and star destroyers, they look like they're doing fine. They look like they're <laughs> they're better than the Empire right. looked. Yeah, you know, with with the amount of firepower that they're bringing, and so that's my worry. Not my worry, but you do like I kind of am interested in that too. And then you worry about them doing something like the prequels, and it gets ruined. Because you were at first like, huh, I wonder what it is like to be a Jedi on a day-to-day basis. And then you're like, oh, this is kind of sucky right now. a lot of meetings. Yeah, like this kind of sucks. It's like, that's the other thing. It's like, I kind of want to know. And then you're like, it's also called Star Wars. Testing your midichlorian level every two to four hours. Can I ask you guys a question? Because I can't, I don't know how you, (laughs) I don't know how you can, I don't know how you can deny this. I mean, visually, cinematography wise set pieces wise i thought it was awesome i thought like i said throne rune scene i thought was the coolest like star wars or lightsaber battle that i've seen the moment where she you know kamikazes the whatever other ship was to me i don't that was an awe moment to me when you're sitting there the last scene when they're on the last planet and the salt and the red and that I thought that was really cool. And the first, the opening scene, you know, gravity or whatever, be damned. There's I some, thought that was really like there was there was four or five set pieces where I was like, man, I mean, these are these are some of the coolest set pieces we've ever done. And, and I will, I, oh Derek, there's something I want to say about that whole light speed thing. Visually amazing. The fact that there was you know that no was the sound best part of the movie and. It looked and sounded perfect. It was awesome. How dumb have we become as a society that AMC oh my has God. to put I'm not out? Dumb. Has to, of course you're not. You're amazing. I'm, I'm bigger than the society, I guess you could say. That AMC has to put out a disclaimer that says, hey, at the one hour whatever mark yeah, of so The bad. Last Jedi, there is a scene with no sound. This is done as a creative editing <laughs> creative choice because, <laughs> because people complained. Hey, what happened to the sound? At least, uh, yeah, at least, must, what they, they said it was been, what they said was it was only like two theaters. Thank goodness, it wasn't like a rampant uh, yeah. <laughs> issue. But still, but, but, but still. <laughs> oh my god, people are so stupid. So I mean, I, if so, I had to make a wild guess of where those two theaters were, I could probably narrow it down so, to a certain part of the country. So like action, <laughs> action, action set. Pieces wise, I mean, did you not, did you not like have enjoyment out of no, that? No, I thought the sets were really. That good. was great, but and, I, I, and and by the way, if, if those people were really that upset, they would have been really upset during Interstellar. Just <laughs> <laughs> throwing that one out there. That, they had like multiple yeah. scenes of like just straight silence, and then yeah. everyone's a like, lot of Hans Zimmer. What's organs. going on? <laughs> yeah, what is going on? Why does it keep being quiet? <clears throat> those scenes were awesome. I thought though, I like I like yeah, those yeah, a lot. Yeah, no, and I I think though. That's been the best part of both movies, The Force Awakens and but that, uh, that's the only thing that saved look it. Look good. They look, yeah, they look way great. Yeah. better. I mean, they they're not they don't look fake like the prequels cuz yeah, they're not they're green so and blue screen mm. to oh my gosh. death. Those do not hold up well like, at even all. Even the scary the parts made me happy like that. Yeah. I mean, and they're not the goofy you, you know, they're not the goofy edits that they added to the the old ones. And I mean, the old yeah. ones you got to take in a vacuum. Like you just Some of that's still that. fun. I'm I mean, I'd like to know, like, the visual part of things back in the day when they first came out with, I mean, episode four. They say, oh, my gosh, the visual there. Now we're in this kind of technology today where you're like, oh, my gosh, look at yeah. that thing. Well, they did it right, too. They realized that the practical effects worked, but yeah. use CG as a enhancement, yeah. not 
a foundation. <laughs> Looking at you, Uncle George. Because, God, those prequels, especially Revenge of the Sith, because that entire movie, I just minus the ending scene, was shot entirely on blue screen. And you can tell because, yeah. God, it does not hold up at all. I'm so disappointed in this movie still. I don't know what it is, but I just... I kind of just want him to bring back Darth Maul or something. I don't know. Well, Darth Maul is a great character. I know. Just, and he has <laughs> this <laughs> much background. Yeah, this much background. And, and that's how that's, much background he needed. Yeah, no, that's fair. Now, I like the Clone Wars. I like Rebels, but they should have saved Darth Maul's return for an Obi-Wan spinoff because that could have been the climax, have Darth Maul come back, have his one final you know showdown with Obi-Wan, and o- that's when Obi-Wan kills him once and for all. I, I would have been fine with just a bunch of spinoffs instead of go ahead and doing the rest of the episodes. Did, so, did you did you tell like, him the article I showed you the other like day? Like the Yoda, the Han Solo, the Rogue One, all that stuff? I would. Oh. So for the Obi-Wan movie, which is heavily rumored, guess who has said they would be willing to come back? Is it my boy, the Irish one, Ewan McGregor? Because now, no. Well, I mean, obviously. I well, think him, yeah. <laughs> we don't really have any other option. I mean, I don't think we can get out. How would you feel about a Liam Neeson force? Shut the front door. He said he'd be willing to do it. No, no, it's not going to happen because obviously we just go off all plots. We're not, we're not going to surprise anybody. We're just going to be like, no, nah, it's okay. Because that's what every movie's felt like to me right now. This movie, Last Jedi, made me want to just walk out the theater, go home, and be like, I'm never watching a Star Wars movie ever again. That is crazy. Really? Yes. Wow. You are crazy. That's I'm insane. That I'm is just the, saying. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever the, heard. The only way you're going to bring me back is if I get like, I need to know where life because Because from. Ray's parents aren't I a Skywalker know. or because Snoke wasn't There's talked about. There's no legacy of a Skywalker anymore besides Kylo Ren. But why does that matter? We could be done because, with them. Because. Why can't we be done with them? I don't understand. Because I think we are going to be done with There's them. There's royalty of Star Wars. And there's always been, but they weren't royalty at first. Who was Luke at first? But that Luke was a nobody. Wait, he was at first. Who was, who was Anakin? Because first? of four, five, and six, he was because Quad Vader. Engine. That's my point, though. He's he was mistake. he he was brought into us as a nobody. That's my thing. The Ray no. thing still we keep coming back. I, I mean, I keep coming back to it because it's my like favorite thing to hit on. Is that it would it was it makes so much more sense that she's a nobody than that she's connected to this. But it's the only thing that connects the storyline. It's. I mean, the whole thing for me is the storyline is so, like, whole. We have everywhere. Kylo Ren though. The he Kylo he Ren? connects us to Skywalker. Yeah. Kylo Ren. He, he, we're putting all our. I'm just saying. I love Kylo Ren. Is to me the most interesting character in the whole oh, movie. Oh my god! Is he not? He is not. Ray is. Ray for me is. She's great. I'm just saying. He's but one. He does not, she's he one does A. Not have any. It doesn't make sense to you. He's not it doesn't scary make sense. It, at all. He doesn't have to be scary. But, but then wh- That's the whole why, point is he's not but, scary. And, he's and, not Darth Vader. It's not about him being scary. It's, it's, it's not, not. But then why, why are we just doing the same we're not. thing? We're not. We are. It's a we're different story. Toying. No, it's not. It's the same exact story that we did with Darth Vader. We're just toying with the emotions. Is he good or is he bad? Who cares? Make him good, bad, I so don't therefore, care. It, but it's irrelevant of what we talk about then because it's, it keeps on going back and forth, back and forth, and then we don't get anywhere, and that's what Star Wars is really doing to us, making us go nowhere. crazy because they're questioning everything of every plot, of every storyline that they have. Why can't it's, we just watch it and enjoy it then? I don't understand that. Now, now we're just making it as a visual thing. If I wanted to go see visuals, i go see... Like a story about Earth or something. I like just that. mean like, why can't we Which, just? By the way, <laughs> Planet Earth Two on Netflix, 
still I'm good. Like, watch it. Watch it. But the you visual good things about it. The, the <laughs> visual thing is like, okay, we could talk about the visual and we could talk about all these things all the time, but yet the storyline is lacking. That's why the audience does not like it. It's a proven fact by every step. I know. I'm just I I'm not just saying visual. I'm I'm telling you I like the storyline. I like that Kylo Ren is not the scary grandson of Darth Vader. He can't live up to that. He's not like his uncle. He's real. He can't live up to what his mother and father wanted to be. And then his uncle turns on him. He can't go back to his mom and but, dad. The one person that's ever shown him anything, Snoke, is making fun of him in front of his maybe girlfriend. You know, is using him and making fun of him. It makes sense to me that Kylo Ren has no idea what's going on. He is essentially a petulantial teenager that doesn't get it, and he's, he's so a lot powerful. Like the audience watching the Last right. Jedi, exactly. He's very but can you imagine? But seriously, can you imagine being a a like young or like a, a teenager or early twenties and not knowing how to like? That's what's so interesting to me about him and Ray is both of them do not do not understand kids growing up in Brooklyn. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. saying they like, don't understand. Far, far look, away. I'm look, saying they don't understand. Group, they don't understand their yeah. own powers. They don't understand how to control any of it. They don't understand their place in the universe. Like that doesn't interest you. But it's no, just, it's honestly, Joey. Please, please let me say something real quick. Go. It's just like every kid gets a trophy for losing, getting last place. That, what, how is that? How the, is that? Let me just that doesn't, and that doesn't make sense. It's not a real thing. No. Okay, it doesn't matter if we give trophies to our kindergartners. It doesn't matter. They'll be fine. <laughs> I'm no, just no. saying. No, I'm just saying. They'll be fine. Disney has made it so soft where the villain... So soft. Kylo Ren has killed both his father and he oh, has tried to kill his mother. No, That's his dark. He took it's, his it. fingers off the trigger. I know. I'm just saying. He did, he did, I'm saying that he didn't kill his father. He, did, he didn't. He was was, shot the missiles and missed. This was dark. He didn't think this was dark. No, no. This, because he's not dark. Nothing about the First Order is dark. It it's, is scary. It's all backstabbing. It's, it's it's childish. Then what, then what do you say it is? I think it is a very safe way just to bring up nostalgia of the old Empire. They do not scare me. Like the old Empire did. Darth Vader was a dominating figure from how they did his voice all the way to when he walked on the screen. That's you mysterious. you got to think what Darth Vader did to his own son by cutting off his hand just to get him to turn. Kylo Ren killed like his father. Darth Vader made Star Wars. Disagree? Would you agree? No, Darth Vader's great. <laughs> I, I think he's one of like the top two or three essential parts of Star Wars. And therefore, they've kind of completely took that out of all aspects of Star Wars now. So what you're saying is that the First Order, like basically these new movies are almost like a lesser copy of the originals, yeah, but, but, think, w but without the heart and the qualities that you loved. Yes, yeah, because I think what, what you have is you have some interesting characters that was, that in there. That was good. You have some interesting characters, but they're not... Not flesh. I mean, even going down to that, the 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 silver stormtrooper. I can never remember. Phasma. 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 It, she dies. Once again, she's the Boba Fett of this trilogy. And if if we remember, and this pointless. is what I was she's very, very excited about. This is what I was very very excited about is when we started Force Awakens, and yep. we came down on that planet. I don't know what planet they were on. Desert planet. Jakku. Various Jakku. desert planet six. You know that's not Tatooine. Um, and all of a sudden the. The the transports come down, the stormtroopers come out, there's a battle on the planet, and then out walks Kylo Ren, freaking stops a blaster bullet from Poe, 
mm-hmm. and holds it there while he does his whole entire interrogation. They show kind of that they're there on business mm-hmm. and then captures him and then they leave and then he lets the, the bolt go. Like that was a dominating display that, that when I sat there and saw it, I said, okay, th- this is something that we need to have a resistance. Like mm-hmm. the, I get it now, you know, like this has set the tone, but him demasking, I think showed almost that same way that when Vader was demasked, we saw his human qualities. We saw that he was just a man under the mask, you know? And I think once he got demasked there, I think that was the first undercut. And then you just throw in all the stuff that he just gets made fun of. He gets made fun of. So, uh, yeah, you could sit there and say, Joe, yeah, I feel bad for him. But, I, I mean, he, he's basically a little brat that could, you gets to play army men. I get, all, all I'm saying is that, that I get – all I'm saying is that I get why he's upset. I get why he's angry yeah. and bratty and doesn't know what he's supposed but to do. And his raw strength that everyone keeps talking that's inside of him? I mean, I thought that the, you saw I it at the beginning it, of Force Awakens. And I think you, you saw it at the beginning of Force Awakens. That, that was it. The, last the throne time. That was the last time. Well, you, you, well, you the saw the throne room. Well, you saw it when he basically pulled information out of Poe's mind. Yeah, and, and but that's when we left it because then he was bested by Ray at every other but step, I, even down to in the throne room. The throne room. I thought that was that scene. That fight scene was, was good, the, but it was but visually still, very good. Yeah. But still, I feel like if he was so powerful, those guys had no chance. With Ray being there as well, fighting alongside, they should have had no chance at all. But yet, they put up a really good fight for some reason. And there's like eight of up, them. Yeah, but Snoke <laughs> held no threat. That's what makes me mad about that. Snoke <laughs> demon see. That's the whole point. He Snoke thought that he saw that he was going to betray Ray, and okay. instead he was actually seeing him betraying Snoke. I get that. I like that. I completely get yeah. that. But the fact that they should have had it more drawn out than that. I thought that I was stunning, though. That was an awe moment for me, too. So I didn't think they were going to do that. So you guys remember when they were having all of those, like, force connection moments? I We haven't talked about that. That, to me, is part some of the greatest stuff that they did. I yes. thought that was awesome. And, and, it was and the and most then, awkward <laughs> moments for me. Oh, yeah. And then Snoke revealed, he said, I'm the one who bridged your minds together. Like, I was responsible for this happening. At the very end of the movie, Ray and Kylo have that force connection again. Yeah, but, but Snoke is dead. Mm-hmm. So, but they could just already have that because they've been doing it for so long because of Snoke. So they've been. So like, do they now naturally have that ability to? Or do Or maybe it? maybe they're still maybe they're brother and sister, and maybe they're falling in love. Just like another wraparound. Oh, gosh, just like so much incest. <laughs> Why can't we get away? From I really it? hope they're it's not like brothers. Game of Thrones. Really yeah. it's, uh, it's like Game of Thrones. Yeah. So yeah, we, much we incest. Talked about that. Uh, yeah. I really uh, hope. I really hope. By the not. way, dude, for, for for one second, like when uh, when Luke walked back in there, do you think he was like? Do you think you want to try to milk Kylo Ren? <laughs> I mean, maybe. There's memes about that. Do you, yeah. do you think? <laughs> I got I got nipples, Greg. Can you milk me. <laughs> 
see at that in that part i like i like that too like i like that it was i don't know i just i thought that the milking he- thing was a little weird but no and i, I mean not I the milky part sorry <laughs> <laughs> i like them i, I, I wanted like to say awkward. something but i just held it into no, myself sorry, I, I was like can mean- he just say i like the milking part? <laughs> i mean i didn't i didn't mind it it was abrasive no less but i mean that lightsaber fight was cool but man when <laughs> was milking, that, that, like, that was the best part of the movie i'll oh, tell yeah. you <laughs> Uh, there. Like, oh my god. To quote Chris Farley from Tommy Boy, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. By far, this is the most confusing movie to me, though. I just think, yeah. I get why people didn't like it. I just also know why I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, that's, why, that's why we're part of this panel right so now. You, <laughs> you asked me, it was either earlier today or yesterday, why do you like The Last Jedi? Oh, no, I said rank. Rank your movies. Well, you did ask me to rank them, but didn't you also ask me, like, why do I think it's yes, a good movie? Yes, please. I'll tell you exactly why I think it's a good Slowly. movie. Slowly. <laughs> well. Like if you're milking a CBS. Disagree, Derek. <laughs> yes. I think, no, I think, um, I love the underlying themes throughout The Last Jedi because I can sum up the theme in one word. Failure. The I movie's all like about, it's about Luke's failure to bring back the Jedi. It's about Ray's failure, at least we think, with finding out you know her parents or anyone of note. It's about Kylo's failure with you know him wanting to follow in the same path as his grandfather. It has all these, and even with the resistance, they're down to next to no one. Mm-hmm. They failed throughout the entire film, and even Yoda touches upon it when he's talking with Luke, and that's the, you know the last lesson that he gives to Luke is that. You know, us as masters, we have to learn that one of the greatest teachings of all time is failure. Okay. Okay. Yes. I agree with that. I, I agree with I would agree. I, will I agree love with that, that. I love that underlying theme, and I liked that, <clears throat> as I said earlier, did all of it work? No. But I liked that they actually attempted something different. I think the, the part that I have problems with is I understand that you're talking about failure is but but and all the Star Wars that I've thought of is I've always thought that there's going to be evil coming right after like the light okay and I knew with failure they're already going to be on top of everything at the end of the movie before it even started so therefore the failure was already kind of drawn out out of the picture for me I know that they're going to come back and somehow bring Kylo Ren into the good side. But I'm just, I'm still confused by the fact of where the plot has brought us to the next episode. So I understand what you're saying. It's just, I keep on thinking about how bad it was written. And I understand what he's saying about what he saw in perspective of what was good. But I just, I just, for some reason, I can't get past the fact it was just so poorly written. And I'm always thinking about the storyline. But that's... I guess that's and, and I, I, I understand that. And like I said, I generally agree with you guys about Canto Bite. They could have done things that made it, you know, even like even mem- memorable, like them trying to find that master code breaker with the yeah. The, they the never flower. that should have been Lando Calrissian, even <laughs> if he was. They just didn't explain why the other guy had the flower on his jacket either. Like 
th- that's another thing that always makes it was, me. Sick. It was just like a, I guess a trademark of that guy. But, but why? But and, see, and why was Maz there? Why was why did they bring her involved? Like uh, she signed a contract. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, but that moment would have had a bigger impact if the person wearing the flower on their jacket was a character that is beloved by everyone because everyone likes Lando. Calrissian. Even if the story just kept the same way that. Yeah, if, no, that, again, if that had been like just he was in like two shots, right? That would have been one of those aha moments. Like I said too, that that was I mean it was definitely the weakest part of the whole film. But still, if I think about thematically, I come back to that I was interested. I was at least slightly interested that we got kind of got to see like kind of pull the curtain, pull the curtains back. It was cool looking planet. Pull the curtains back. Hey, these are the people. If you want to know what the galaxy is like, like Derek was asking, when Derek was like, "What's going on out of the galaxy?" Well, we have, we have this opportunity to kind of know. Man. What did Funden <laughs> say? Oh, there you go. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, thought, I thought we were talking about Star Trek. Uh, that that, that they we kind of pull back the curtains and we see. Oh, these are the people that are that are profiting off of war, which is an interesting thing to touch on that. And it wasn't that they were profiting off. It was mixing in a little bit of today's like political. Yeah. And I was interested in that. I've got a new theory now that might, might explain maybe some of my, and, and once again, this is just knee jerk, just me thinking about as you guys are talking. So I could just be off basis here. You coming over. Maybe one of my issues with the film is that it was packed full of thematic elements that were all different, you know. Every each group, little individual group, had their own theme. You know, if, if we want to talk about for for you know Ray and Luke and all that failure and all that, but then it was also two sides of every coin. Then there's well, also, that was that's not. But, but 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 then there's also you know war profiteering. Then there's the the you know that's kind of thin and roses look at every. So is it. I mean, every great piece of work has multiple themes. But, but I mean, that's too not much? Are you as an English push, teacher. <laughs> yeah, but are you trying to push too much by having all these separate stories? And is that maybe also the thing? Is 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 our stories weaker when the when the when the characters of the group is so fragmented up and not working together? Which again, together is so Empire and so Empire was that way. The second Lord of the Rings was that way. And it kind of has yeah. to be. You know, it, I mean, it has it, to be in I mean, a certain I, extent. It seems like every trilogy does that, though. They have yeah. to do, in one of the movies, they all split off and kind of do their own Because you have to kind of learn. you got to have everyone learning about themselves in a way. I mean, I understand what you're saying. I then, would, you're, then you're jumping. I you're would also say, jumping. too, if yeah. you give someone that is a Star Wars head at, who grew up like as a child during that time, and you're like, here, go ahead and play in the sandbox with Star Wars. And he's like, I get to do this for this one movie? He's like, oh, my gosh, I have this idea, this idea. And yeah. I and I understand that at times it does feel it does feel in that vein um but i get i guess i just like the sum of its parts i didn't i didn't mind i mean could have been 20 minutes quicker yes definitely maybe 30 (laughs) but i i liked i liked in general what he did with all those parts still i think one area that they did miss and maybe on purpose or that it wasn't conveyed the right way is any sense of despair along the way I feel like the only reason why they, you know, like there was no real sense that. So like in all of that failure, even the resistance getting pretty much obliterated. There was never really ever a, a, a conveying of despair of like, I don't know. I thought like that sinking in that I, I thought that the odds are really. I thought that the, me, um, you know, the beginning <clears throat> part 
even though you guys didn't like the bomb part. Um, no, no, that the beginning like part where, just, just, where we meet Rose's sister, I think something like that is um, is nice. What's going on? I can't. Do you think it's going uh, to be as cold tomorrow, tomorrow <laughs> like it was on Hoth? <laughs> <laughs> I give Fundin props for knowing what Hoth is. I was going to yeah. say, that's not a Star uh, yeah. Trek thing. We, uh, we're actually going to go out there. What were those animals? The uh, Tauntauns. Tauntauns. Are we going to go out in our Tauntaun sleeping bags? Oh, and God. Uh, uh, the cold uh, outside guys. Tagline, you thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought there was times where they they built that in. I mean that I thought getting knowing that there was like someone that kind of died for the resistance, then we meet the sister. The fact that very short time, even though I don't even know her name, we kind of feel something when purple hair does what she Which, does. I mean that should have been Akbar. That did that. You got sucked. They out did do Akbar pretty. They did Akbar pretty bad. <laughs> they did him yeah, pretty he was, bad. He was <laughs> I, can't, I can't even talk about that one. They That's, did. They did him pretty dirty. Well, like, again, <laughs> they did him dirty bad. Like well, that, again, that was unbelievable. Well, again, bad. like I, I just want to think. It was, like, you, it was, was always a trap, out, Akbar. Like, <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> it was always a trap. Well, no, like like I said with Lando, it would have been an impactful moment had he been the code breaker. Yeah. It would have been an impactful moment. Yeah, you know, Akbar was briefly in Return of the Jedi, but everybody knows that line. Right. It, that would have been an impactful moment had Akbar made that huge sacrifice. But again, then, then resulted in that really. Cool then moment. we get to the place, and that's the only. That's my only other thing that I would say. If I'm if I'm picking nits to your argument, not nitpicking. Oh, Joe. sorry, picking nits. <laughs> my point would be that at times you've told me that they're doing. They're 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 straying too far away from what the original trilogies are, and then at the same time they're also, yeah, they're also sticking with them too much, and it's kind of like, well, what do we yeah, want? We're in this middle, right? I think they're confused, yeah. and that's why and I'm telling I, you, it's it's a weird, enough. it's yeah. a weird, yeah. enough. Either, it's a weird time. Either either buy into nostalgia and buy into Star Wars lore. Or let's just move on. Yeah, let's move See, on. See, I think it seems, like, and it seems I, like they're moving on. I think this is a move on, personally. I think yeah. this is and, very and, much a move on. And that's why I probably have such a problem with how it was written because they didn't know what they really wanted to do. Separate or move, like yeah. stay? I think or, this is a move on, personally. And, and, and that Pretty might, completely. And that might set up for the third movie to be very, very good. You know? I think just this is my hope for, the, for one of the movies at some point in time. <laughs> I would like to see roles reversed. And see the 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 resistance or the republic or whatever you want to be the ones in charge, having to fight a maybe a first order that's more of a guerrilla style, rather than the big always bomb. You know, I've got always the, the big, dominating force. How big can we make a star destroyer? Which was kind of the prequels in a way. It was like the creeping. Yeah, was, you know, was it just was it, crappy. That was, more, that was more legislative creepy. I know, yeah. God. And plus, we Tax also collection. knew what was going to happen. In yeah, the that's movie. true, too. That's a yeah, good point. But, but almost in the way of, of, how, of how Rogue One was that kind of like clandestine from the Rebels' perspective. Well, what if that was... Right. You know, and, and so that's where I was... That would make that, more sense. That, to me, would be just a cool aspect. So just future movies, if anyone's listening. Uh, but do you think they went to that Monte Carlo planet? What's that planet called? Canto Bite. Canto Bite, um, just so they could show the kid at the end of the movie. Do you think that's why they actually did it? I think, it was I think they the needed Finn and Rose to do something. Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, To be honest, on that point, that's a great point, because they don't go to any planet that's inhabited by anybody... Yeah, it's true. You, you, know, you don't really see anyone else. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, so you don't really that's, see. So they had to go somewhere where there was a population. Yeah. That's my other f- reason why I think they will have like a 
decentish like a 10 year time jump because we have i wonder if there's like some collection of like one the resistance gets stronger but also there's the possibility of other force sensitive yeah. people being involved yeah. in some way i don't know no i'm just saying. so you're not like are you guys i mean not gonna want to watch at all then the ryan johnson trilogy that he's gonna get the opportunity to <sighs> here's my defense on ryan johnson Wait, 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 wait. What is your defense? <laughs> well, no, I'm saying with him doing... Wait, wait, the, wait. His defense of Ryan Johnson is the New Orleans... Hey, I saw something really funny yesterday. You know that's, you know that's hurtful. Hey, hey as leaving. a team that's not in the playoffs, I don't care. I, I was in the playoffs, but I lost as well. But <laughs> I saw something really funny is the DB... There was a picture of the DB. I'm sorry, straying off Star Wars, but there's a picture of the DB that was trying to tackle, but he didn't tackle anybody. It says um, he got hit by uh, Manti Teo's girlfriend in the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I just had a great, great moment with that. All right, sorry, Derek. Well, no, my, <laughs> my, <laughs> no my, sorry, I took us there. No, my favorite. We one. lost a lot of fans. <laughs> being we did. <laughs> no, my favorite meme it. was when. Uh, Someone photoshopped Who's beat uh, the Saints? The wind. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, too soon. Way too soon. Too soon. No, my favorite meme from that whole thing was uh, somebody photoshopped uh, Stone Cold, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Give, give me the guy to stutter. It was awesome. But no, um, my defense of Ryan Johnson. Scroll down. Sorry, keep going there. Go and I'm scroll down as far as I can go. Oh, okay, never mind. So. But the, the, we've we've had quite a few people hop in and out, which is pretty cool. Nice. Can, I, can you scroll up? I yeah. See if, uh, if there's a mystery guest on here. No. This is riveting. There's probably a lot of people on <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool yeah, he's stuff. probably too busy. It's okay. It's right. So anyway, we'll get him on next shout time. out to you, baby. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My defense of Ryan Johnson, as far as doing this this trilogy, he's going to do, is that he's actually going to do the entire story. He's not following up someone's story by because a lot of people did not like the direction that he took. Why do we do this now? What do you mean? Why are we in this mode? And maybe it's always been this way, and I'm just naive. And thinking that we're, Could be. we're in this, this mode where we'll give keys to an entire franchise to a director to write, produce, Are you saying that giving the, the keys film. of the DC universe to Zack Snyder was a bad idea? No, but, but, what but about, think about You're it. saying and, it was a bad about, idea? What about isn't Christopher what, Nolan? Isn't that what you want? I mean, wouldn't I you, don't, don't you want to give it to someone that is an auteur that has a vision and let them execute that right. vision? And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at least because that yeah, I think is get trapped. No, but I know. Work. But I think part back, I now. think part of what you guys didn't like about this as well, or maybe maybe more Gabe is it's that Abrams kind of took it in a certain direction yeah. and Ryan Johnson came in. And he was like, you know what? I don't actually want to take it in this direction, right, and he right. went. So, right. so if I will recant my last. So that, if he gets the opportunity to to Zach start Snyder from, yeah, <laughs> it's it's definitely Zack Snyder. I mean, you know, like, you could argue more about the episodic nature of our life that, and, now, and, and I know and that bugs my, you, but I think really give it to me. someone, let them do it, and if it if it fails, then it fails. But at least they get to take it from the beginning I'm going to, get to the listen end. Listen here, DC. 
Know when to cut your losses. <laughs> no when to hold them. Not no now. No when to fold them. Fold them. Hey. Fold them. Uh, <laughs> keep Wonder Woman. Make like three more of those movies. And let's get revamped. Hey, hey, I, I just want to tell you the reason why they uh, give the keys to a guy yeah. for like a trilogy is for consistency. And that is not what this movie <laughs> had. That's what the last that's Jedi swung and so missed on. There is no consistency but, for but me. But see, that's what I'm saying is that by him doing a trilogy, there will be consistency mm-hmm. because he's doing Agreed. one, two, and three of those episodes. Agreed. I will say I'm very happy that J.J. Abrams is coming back from yes, the third me one. Too. Because I like him as I really like what he did with the Star yeah. Trek. Yeah, um, franchise and and those reboots and everything, and so yeah. I, I am happy that he's coming back. Well, yeah. that's going to be one of and the biggest stories. Yeah. Is what is he going to do for episode nine mm-hmm. after the huge directions that they took with Last Jedi? Yeah, and I mean I think they can just I I, I don't think what what's his name again? Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Like his directing style in there. There was a couple of things, but that was what it would be what Joey would call nitpicky. That would be more just like I would love interesting to, shots. I would like, love to tell you a whole bunch of other nitpicking like things I have about this movie, but I just can't do it because you've said nitpicking like 45 <laughs> times, and it's, I just want to punch myself I'm in the in face. I, can I put a I'm hashtag in your head. nitpicking? <laughs> hashtag, I'll, hashtag I'll use picnics? that when I plug the hashtag show. Ha- hashtag haters. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but yeah, I, I just, you know, um, it's just there's a lot of things wrong with this movie. Well, why, why don't we use that as a segue? Because we're coming up on uh, an hour and a half. Okay. So we'll. we'll go okay. With, wow, we? that was the complete Canto bite <laughs> section of the film. But, but the only things we really talked about that were good were just nothing but <laughs> maybe, maybe disagreements. Like, like Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah, Kylo Ren. But we never really said anything but the visual part is what we really. That's liked not true. That's not well, true. No, I said I like the story of what they did with Luke. I liked what they did with Luke. I like the. Okay, journey maybe I just spaced out. Rain. <laughs> I like the journey for Kylo Ren. You accept those yeah. as good things. That's all you did. Yes, it's true. I have refused on every part right now. Derek, where, where are you taking us down? Yeah, about? take me. Take me. Lasso. Well, no, let's, let's, do, let's do closing thoughts on just your overall thoughts on The Last Jedi. We'll, work we'll, we'll, we'll start with Jim Callie. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like I've said t- enough. Uh, <laughs> go on, Derek. <laughs> no, I, I my my biggest thing is that we gave, like we said, you you gave an opportunity to someone different to to turn the franchise and to do something different with it. And you know, I think that we're like at least for me, like I'm in a different point in my life than when I was introduced to Star Wars the first time, and I'm not a kid anymore, and I don't necessarily need it to be rehashed and to be doing the same thing and. To me, the best part about this was the the opportunity for us to see that the Jedi weren't perfect. They they failed. They failed throughout that was, that their entire existence, and that we finally got to kind of like contemplate that. And Luke was that failure personified in his hermit like stage, and the it's fact that like he's Scientology, you know, living there. And and I felt like <laughs> that feels like they a stretch. Failed. They feel uh, they feel completely. I I just thought <laughs> it's a religion. You know? I thought that showing that was was great, and I was. I was happy for them to kind of like take a step back and be like, you know what? There's this light and there's dark and this Jedi and the Jedi have always stood for this and it's all kind of BS and that we're going to see where it goes from there. And so I get why like a lot of fanboys of Star Wars would watch that and not like it. I just was fine with that. I I enjoyed watching New generation. Yeah, I enjoyed that. With that one line, Luke... You know, he justified the prequels. Honestly, 
it should have been. Right. He honestly justified the prequels because. Sorry. This is when Derek, as a, again, as a teacher, this is where you say, I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> well, we're waiting. That guy. <laughs> a little co- I'll turn your mic That's really on. surprising that we got two Tommy Boy references on this podcast <laughs> about Star Wars. That's why. I mean, really, that was, it was. Well, we're, we're, all, we're all movie. The movies, over so. under was one and a half, and I'm just surprised we hit it. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the bad beat of the day. Yeah. Did you did you <laughs> win that? In, did you win that in three team as well? Yeah. Don't even talk to me. Listen, there was a bad three team weekend. I don't want to talk about it. All right, it was a bad, was a bad, bad weekend team. for you. Did you didn't make five hundred. I'm with you. That's why we hugged in the doorway when I got here. Anyways, go on. Anyway, as I was saying earlier, I love the underlying theme of failure because it's a very real emotion that we all feel at some point in our lives. I love. <laughs> Sorry. Most of us. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know. Most Just like every Star Wars movie ever. No, I love that. I, <laughs> as, <laughs> you are, are you okay? I told you you're going to have that cough for a while. Come back. I'll take over for both of us. So, no, I, I love you know going off what Joey said. Luke justified the prequels by saying, yeah, the Jedi were almost, you know, looked at as godlike. But the Force is not meant for one person. Right, which is, again, why I liked the fact that Rey is a nobody and that she doesn't have to be a Skywalker well, it, well, to be fit, powerful. And it we, fits we've that already idea. known that, though. It fits with the theme that they were But we got it confirmed. Right. Okay. I'm just saying, I like it again. That's what I think. Derek and I are on the same page that the thematic through the Jedi Council. Is I love. Good. I love the underlying theme of failure. I love that the direction that they took with Luke's character. I thought it was a very human and very relatable, uh, you know, storyline that he did, and I love that they took the series in a different direction. Now I'm very curious as to what JJ does with Episode Nine. Just undoes whatever. I think that'd be kind of funny, actually. But no, I, I completely. That's why I like the Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, okay. Talk to me, Daddy. <sighs> yeah, Whoa. You and me, you and me right here. Um, okay. Uh, so obviously, my my main, I, you know, the overarching story. I think they they did some different things, which was cool. You know, and I like that they were doing different things. Your wife's concerned about you, by the way. Oh. Is Adam all right? Oh yes, I just had a cough. I didn't want to cough in the microphone. <laughs> is he all right? Yeah. He's back. He's cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's kind of like the movie. Is that movie yeah. all right? No, it wasn't. I saw the trailer again, and I just had to get up and leave. Um, Did but you throw up in your mouth, or was that a cough? I I'm kind of confused. I figure out. <laughs> Fun. This is what we call it's trolling. Going again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I gotta get to my point. Uh, my point is 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 yes, I think, but I think they get in this caught in this little, just kind of like what we talked about between that nostalgia, a classic Star Wars, which was, you know, a, a fantasy in a way. You know, it was a sci-fi, not so much fiction, but more, you know, fantasy style. You mm-hmm. know, and then between what they want to go and do, and I think what they have to service for just like. The nostalgia factor. And I think 
my main issue with the film comes back to I'm, I'm not invested in it. I'm not invested in where the story went in this film. In a way, in the way, <laughs> sorry, Wikipedia. Derek just keeps pulling up well, funding just keeps memes and gifts and stuff. In a way, we ended up in a spot where I, I, I just didn't feel inspired by it. You know, I sat there and I just questioned why why did I, why did we go through all that stuff if, if so you're still on my team up and and i think that there was there was pivotal points like to be honest and i seem to be in a minority on this group i i actually would have liked ray and and what's his face kylo just going off on their own like i think that would have been really interesting mm-hmm. but not no they they set them up because in a way like we just said there has to be a good guy and there has to be a bad guy. And if that's the way that we're going, I, I just feel like they could have made him a better bad guy. They could have <clears throat> had the, the points just make some more sense throughout or take them out. You know, I don't need filler in these movies. They come out once every, what, two years? And it's like a grab of information as much as possible. So don't give me filler. I don't need a life in the day of Luke Skywalker on the island, you know? Like, I, I really don't, because what do we know? We knew all coming in there that him and Ray were going to have a conversation about the Force one way or the other, right? Mm-hmm. I know, but that's movie making. But you know, that's, that's like, logistics. that's that's story. But you that's know what I mean, logistics, though? But Story's not just supposed to be narrative. I know, but but what, but what it goes back to the, to the thing of, I just feel like they go nowhere, you know? But then why have that? Like, all right, make him... Really not want to train her, right? But then make make it him be more, you know, hurt, more you make it where she has to literally dig it out of him. Because what? He went up to the rock and said, All right, fine, I'll go train her. You know? And that was it. And then it goes back to all the all the other stuff, you know, the the thin It's and, almost and like you would you would rather have all, the whole movie of Ray on the island with Luke. I honestly that was more interesting. Than, than all the other stuff that was going on with the other characters. I could have just left everything else, you know, because it was all about, all we needed, to, all the other part did was get the, the diminish the number of the resistance and get them down to that, that, uh, that salt planet. That's really the only other part. Everything else was all about Luke, right? And, and in the way that, isn't that the, what the film was supposed to be? It was supposed to, Lift up the veil of that has been Luke Skywalker. That was the first movie. It was Luke Skywalker. Where is he? Why did he vanish? The legend of him and all that. And I, and, that's what I, and I will say this. I did like that tie back in at the end with the kids sitting there playing. And it was like, you know. Like it was a reenactment of what happened yeah. on. Crate. Like, I thought that was really cool. But I think they, they, they had a chance to go somewhere completely different. And at the end of the day. I don't even say it. I was a little disappointed that they were in the trenches with the giant Imperial walkers walking towards them. And it was just kind of like the same thing. You know? It was like we had come so far up that to kind of just fall back into same old same. How is that any different than Hoth or any of those other things? It's kind of like Rose. We got to get everybody off the planet, you know? And it's an escape. They're always trying to escape the First Order. Let's go out and meet them and fight them. 
They did Full that. on. They did that. God. They did that. Did they? Yeah, they will. <laughs> <laughs> now we're down to like 14 people. I know. So that that was mine. I just want the third movie to be better. <sighs> <laughs> I'm upset now. I'm kind of upset with that comment right there with everything you said, but why? Well, you kind of agreed, but then you disagreed, and you just kept. No, well, I said the, you the just were just like that whole I'm not movie. I'm going to sit there and say everything's bad about the movie. There are good, positive parts. Okay. Like the Yoda scene was just awesome. I love that scene. Well, just because they used the original Yoda, correct? Well, yeah. yeah, they used the puppet. Yeah, they used, they used the, the puppet. puppet that is something oh, we. Where, where are the Knights of Ren? Yeah, Knights of Ren. Where yeah. are those guys? I'm gonna, sorry. Sorry. Can I get a piece of paper real quick? Yeah. <clears throat> There Adam's out. I'll give you a notebook. Appreciate that. A- Adam's not out yet. <laughs> Hand this to Derek for me. There you go, Derek. Derek Movie was trash. Derek, don't take it. <laughs> <laughs> my problems, yes, you obviously know what my problems were with this whole movie was the storyline. And I'm not going to lie to you. There's some good good moments, a.k.a. the, the puppet of Yoda. <laughs> Which, you know, made more sense than any other part of the movie. Sea but milking cow beast. Yeah. I mean, there <laughs> there could have been a lot of a lot better plots, I thought. And at the end of the day, I'm still gonna go watch the next episode, I guess, because I wanna see what happens, but this a lot of things were not explained. And when I mean by a lot of things, I mean everything. And I I'm interested to see where they're gonna go, which we I think we all agree that they're just completely just com- going opposite field with the whole franchise and they're trying to eliminate all the skywalkers which i guess you'll never get rid of anyone if you want to keep kylo ren in the movies but i think uh i'm not real interested but i guess i'll stay interested that's where i'm gonna leave it and i I, i'm so disappointed like it's so bad that i have to wait another two years to go watch a movie to think What's, what are they going to do now? Like, am I, am I, I don't have high hopes for that yeah. solo thing. I, I don't yeah. either. Anybody? I don't either. Don't worry about no. it. Don't worry about, about it. The fact that we don't have a trailer. I, I would have rather seen it. Gonna, it comes out like tomorrow. <laughs> I truly think they're going like, to push it back to December. I really maybe do. Maybe a spinoff of Yoda would have been better. Didn't you? Did, well, they just released the um, the description, and even the description was like, like oh, go back and see the your favorite <laughs> Like scoundrel back in action. I mean, I'm just like ugh, this is not. When they're I supposedly want. bringing like acting coaches in for Arlen or whatever the his guy name, who's a- playing Erling Kirk or whatever yeah. his name is, that's can we get to prediction? My thing with that movie is when you have to bring on a new director and reshoot eighty percent of the movie. That's not good. That is not <laughs> a good sign. I would think. DC. <laughs> I would think predictions is like. Things that I think will happen in the movie, or like how I think it's going to be received. Yes, I want to know what you think will happen. In the Are we going movie? to be sitting here saying, "Wow, we were wrong about the Last Jedi"? Solo <laughs> was the worst film ever made. I do think that's possible. I, I'm not a big fan of Han Solo anyway. So, what? I I like Han. Now, okay, it all makes sense. It's all clicked. It clicked in my head. It makes <laughs> sense. You're like Han Solo. He's like the best character. I'm I'm more of an Obi Wan kind of guy, so no, yeah, it I'm does, with you on that. It one. does make sense. It makes sense. No, yeah, it's definitely Han's the, the best. It's definitely the jacket. It's not your long sleeve shirt. Han's <laughs> the best character. Han's like the best part. So, were you sad when he died? Is it? Huh, I think it was his time to go. But I, I mean, oh, he, then, then in he the, wasn't in, the best character in then. the trilogy. He was right? like the most interesting 
character. He was the best. He was the guy that was like, this is really crazy. And now I know why he's a big fan of Kylo Ren. So... The spawn of Who Satan? doesn't like Han Solo? The, unequivocally, I Han Solo. It. I didn't say. I I'm did. just saying, unequivocally, Han Solo is the more popular character. We could have one, uh, yes, one more yes, debate. this is what I wanted. And Joey just hurt my eardrum. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That you know I have <laughs> shrill. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend's calling. <laughs> I, honestly, I I don't know what's going to happen in that movie. Just make give me one bold prediction. In Solo or in, in the episode nine? Episode nine. <laughs> Bold prediction for episode nine. Snoke is not dead. Derek, I'm not going to lie, bud. Should we write these down? He's pretty dead. <laughs> He's chopped in half, man. He's like sushi. Dude, they even came back and did a separate scene after that <laughs> with him like... <laughs> Conked out. Like you you asked for a bold prediction. I know. That is mine. <clears throat> My bold prediction is that there is... I, I, wanna, I don't even know I, if I've got a bold prediction. I want to change mine. I, I want to change mine. Episode 9 will be Gabe's second favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Oh, that is a bold prediction. <laughs> well played. <laughs> well played. I, I can't confirm or deny that. It could be, but they have to do a lot of work. Uh, yeah. I, right. But I like J.J. Abrams, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Come on, just I, I, just say it. Like maybe like, like the the little furry creature ends up oh, the, being the new they, Chewbacca. The, the porgs, the, the, porgs. Yeah. the porgs. Yeah, maybe there'll be like a Thanksgiving dinner where the porgs are the main dish, and, and they actually un- Chewbacca. Un-ka-sheek. That's blasphemous. <laughs> <laughs> now I, you know, I guess my bold prediction is that that they're gonna find a very clever way to sum up all of this stuff together. Because I mean, I feel like they got to conquer a lot in a two and a half hour movie. Mm. Do you? I do. Like what? Like maybe just kill off everybody and just well, never I mean, do a Star Wars movie ever again. I mean, I think a lot of the, like, I think a lot of the stuff is kind of like out there now. Yeah, but I mean, they're gonna have to find a way to wrap it all up. No, yeah, I agree with you. There, you know, I wish I'm not saying that. I'm I saying honestly like, still wish yeah, there was some mystery like, to the movie. I'm movies. not saying that there's still mysteries out there because they've kind of discredited all the well, mysteries that yeah. are out there. But I'm saying like they're gonna have to find a way to bring it all back together. And like I said, we're gonna have a, this time jump, so we're gonna have probably to, yeah. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Give me a real that. bold prediction. Bold prediction. R two D two speaks his Spanish in it at some point in time. <laughs> How do you know his beeps aren't Spanish? Already? <laughs> El caliente. That, that's, that's, we didn't touch on this. Um, the phrase that's always been said in every Star Wars. Oh game. yeah. Oh, yeah. So. The Last Jedi was the first time that I have a bad feeling about this was not uttered in a Star Wars film. That's when you but know this movie's going to be garbage. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, but Ryan Johnson <laughs> said that BB-8 says it in, like, whatever. At the beginning, right? But, but, but it's, it's, it's dumb. I would say that, too, if everybody recognized it. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chewie said it this time. You just you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just don't know how to speak Wookiee. Yeah. But I'm just my bold prediction is uh, Luke Skywalker is not dead. Um, he's actually uh, Ray's father. Oh my God, that would be the worst. <laughs> would be the abs- would be the that would be the absolute worst. Do this again where yep. Joey yep. is pissed <laughs> off about the film. How would that not be the worst? Why wouldn't he just tell her? Well, maybe he doesn't he know. Doesn't know. He, Luke Skywalker. It's definitely not had sex, by the way. They okay, the no one milks, <laughs> <laughs> no one milks a sea beast that has. I'm, can I say that on Facebook? <laughs> Same thing with Kylo Ren. Okay, not none of them, 
None of them have been. Have My bold prediction is that Kylo, <laughs> Kylo uh, does the ripped in thirty DVD set, <laughs> <laughs> and we see more shirtless scenes. <laughs> He's the new star of you know three hundred, but it's yeah, like yeah. three hundred and one with Kylo Ren. <laughs> That's too funny. But I just Does think the Gerard Butler workout. I just think it's possible. I think it's possible because in uh, that little tree, he goes, well, you've been here before to Ray, if you guys remember. It's never been really talked about. So oh, my, I would seriously be. That and the Knights of Ren, where are they? I don't need to see. I don't need her to have real parents. I just don't. <laughs> I just would have liked them to reveal that better. And maybe that was my yeah. problem. That, is, if that is because I... That's the whole movie. That's what I've been trying to say. Yeah, and I think it's just stupid. I like that. You didn't like that. That was my favorite moment when they're talking to each other. And he's like, that's the be- That's Kylo Ren at his most interesting. And he's like, kill the past. Like like, you need to kill the past. Yeah. And then he have his, like has this. his shirt off uncomfortably. Yeah. And his he's pants slowly, are... He's slowly unbuttoning his shirt. Yeah. And he's got his... Pants all the way up to his nipples. I mean, <laughs> Joey, your bold prediction. I, I, I have no bold predictions. So I don't. I, I had to come up with one. My bold prediction is that Kyron doesn't become. Is, I, I don't he know. Loses virginity. No, my. <laughs> that's super bold. My bold prediction is that he will. Kyron will not come to the light. He will stay evil throughout. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just like Vader. That's the one thing you had problems with. Oh, man. I will say, I, I do have one thing that I want to have happen. And that is, I want a, like, episode three style lightsaber duel. Yeah, that, you got to expect we're going to get that. I don't know how we, bold we that is. Ray and, mean, Ray and Kylo Ren have to have a crazy. I got mine for real. For real. I want to see how a lightsaber is made. That's what I've, there we go. I, I've been saying this. Yeah. To, why don't they just make a spinoff movie of. The lightsabers being made like, with Yoda. Yeah, it will be like. I feel know, like that'd be interesting for like three HGTV, minutes, but the like, whole movie. Oh, so you wanna, you <laughs> how it's made? Yeah. This is so, how it's made. So, so you guys are looking, you know, for like one of those like ranch style lightsabers. Yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe a nice yellow hey, uh, blade. Another yeah. one I always keep on referencing in Rogue One. They show the black lightsaber. This, you know, I'm, I just keep on wondering. I asked Derek today. He he dropped some knowledge on me, guys. He dropped knowledge, knowledge, how a red lightsaber is made. Or how it becomes according red. to what canon through the, mm. through it's, the it's in the, the it's in the comic books, yeah. But do you want to explain? Sure. It? So, woo. So it's made. Okay. So how a lightsaber is made? Obviously, it, the inside of the lightsaber hilt, there is what's called a kyber crystal that you know the Jedi put inside the blade and they assemble it, turn it on, blade comes out. How a Sith gets their saber is they have to kill a Jedi, take the kyber crystal out of the blade, because according to canon, the kyber crystals are alive. So the the Sith actually have to bend the kyber crystal to their will, which makes them bleed, turning it red. And that's why Star Wars is over. That is? I don't know. (laughs) Is that why this podcast is over? No, I'm just just tired of the last shit. I mean, no, you asked the question. I know. How did his lightsaber get red? I know, because I want to... It's all uh, jaggedy because he didn't build it. Does that mean mean Darth Maul killed two Jedis and used two... Oh, my God, yeah. Yes, he's so bad. Because he's such a badass. They killed him off. Thanks, Uncle George. Sorry. 
So on that note, <laughs> I, I just got a text message from George Lucas. Yeah, I also want to say that that movie was sucky. Yeah. That was actually a pretty good George Lucas. Message. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, it, it, really, it really wasn't that good. I mean, yeah, can you I, send I, him I back that the prequel sucked? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. All right, thanks. <laughs> okay. So on that note, he knows. <laughs> thank you guys for joining me for this fun debate. Th- this was it was more civil than I thought it would be. No, no blood was shed. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't believe that this is uh, gonna end this way of me still not convinced that. <laughs> well, I knew all I wasn't right. gonna convince you. I wasn't gonna be able to turn you to the light. No, I've been dropping references all week to you, and I just kind of sat back and relaxed and listened to everybody you had to say, and still not impressed. With us or with the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Both. Both. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. I, I've been getting that for years. <laughs> That's what she said. I don't well, want to be the spoiler, but I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody next week. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. We're talking cryptozoology next week. Study of Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, all those things. Can, can I ask you guys something? Yeah. yeah. Do you really believe in Bigfoot? Yeah. <laughs> what about the chup- Chupacabra? Why not? Yeah. What about the Thunderbird? Call. Uh, I'll, I'll answer that question. You'll have to tune in next week and find out. Oh, <laughs> oh let's hope it's not like The Last Jedi. <laughs> My thanks again to Adam, Joey, and Gabe for that awesome debate on The Last Jedi. Whether you liked it or you didn't like it, hopefully you guys enjoyed hearing this really fun debate. But next week, we're going to be returning to the roundtable once again to talk cryptozoology. That's right, the study of Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, Chupacabra, All those fun mythical creatures will be having a really fun panel. Uh, Each of us are going to bring a different mythical creature to the table and talk about why we think it exists or doesn't. But that will air this coming Wednesday, January 24th on Facebook Live at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Just go to facebook.com slash ddiamondpodcast, hit the like button, and you'll be able to see when we go live. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ddiamondpodcast. And be sure to check out past episodes of the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all those fun podcasting platforms. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. And I believe that does it, so enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Derek Diamond Experience. I'm your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Thursday. Listening to a Nerd Cave Network production.